What up, y'all? Hey, guys. It's Rebecca on the beat. What up? What up? What up? How you doing, girl? I'm okay. How about you? I'm still sore. Thank you. <laughs> Why are you sore? You and Patrick had a rough night. No, because of you, Rebecca, <laughs> do not play with me. You want to tell these people what you have me doing? Okay, that sounds hella gay. <laughs> Tell these people what happened. <laughs> There's nothing about wrong with being gay, but just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Clarify. So this week, you had your big move. Yes, I had my move, finally. Thank God. Ugh, the I feel like I, like, amazing. birthed a child. Seriously, I felt like I birthed a child, okay? <laughs> Helping you move. I agree, I agree. But, um, are you ready to admit you weren't prepared? No, I was not. I I did not get grown, y'all. But the thing is, I feel like I was prepared only because I knew that I didn't want a specific time. Like I didn't, I was, I didn't have, wasn't on a specific timeline. Okay, I have fifteen days to move, so I'm like, yeah. Okay, you guys, you have to tell us: Are you more like me or Rebecca? For me, I'm like, let's do everything at once and get it over with. And Rebecca is more like. I have time. Let's just not stress out. Let's yes. just do it. Yes. And it's a stressful time already. I don't want to add more stress to my life. But if you organize and get boxes. Dude, <laughs> I have boxes. Rebecca had about two boxes. Okay? No, I didn't. I had like six. Stop playing with me. In a big whole bin. place. Yes, because I needed to purge a lot. Don't let Megan sit here and try to drag me, y'all. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. I feel like I had a lot of weight, a lot of dead weight in my old apartment. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I did it this way is because, like I said, there was a lot of dead weight. And I really wanted to transition with healthy and good energy. I didn't want to just pile up my apartment and then feel like I had to like unpack. Actually, I do. I agree with that, though. I do feel like you only brought, like, good vibes. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't want to bring the energy of, like, a rush move. Especially, I I paid a whole month of my old place shit. I'm going to take my goddamn time. (laughs) I might leave a wig till the 30th in there. You know, so I just feel like... I just wanted to do things a little bit different and I didn't want to rush and I just know how stressful moving could be and I just really wanted to take my time. Have you been going back and forth? Um, Not really. So I actually unpacked a lot of things at my place mm-hmm. and I made it homey and so now I'm looking around to see like what I'm missing and there's still things at my old place and I'm like, okay, was I able to live without this for a few days? Was I able to live without this a few months ago? Like, mm-hmm. so I'm just really trying to get down to the, the bare bone essentials. Yeah, that's so scary to me. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, because I'm good for throwing something out and then yeah, you'll it. throw everything out and then be like, I'm just gonna refurnish my whole place. And I'm like, right. What? Speaking of like, so I went with my aunt and I was like, oh, I'm about to donate all these clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And literally, I already struggled with like ten or twelve pieces. I was like, no, I can keep this, right? So we get to like the place where you kind of just like dump your clothes in there, mm-hmm. and she's like, wait, this look cute. And she started pulling stuff oh out. Oh my god! Why did I leave with half my stuff back? Oh my god! I was like, oh Jesus! I think that's the one thing, like 
I can get rid of clothes. I do all the time because I like secret buy. So yeah. like Patrick doesn't see like hurry up, get the packages, put them mm-hmm. in my closet. Like, oh, I've had this forever. But if I need to buy like a piece for my home, like I didn't have a coffee table for probably four years mm-hmm. because I couldn't commit. Right. It's hard. Yeah, it is hard. And I mean, now I look through some of my clothes and I really need like a stylist to come over and be like, girl, bye. This shit is from yeah. like when you were in high school. Or why I definitely do we hold stuff. on to stuff that's like too small and it's like, I'm going to get there. for me it's like loungewear i'd be like having like leggings and like i don't know pajamas that i don't have the top for but i never wore the top Mm -hmm. it's weird for me it's like my goal outfits but it'll be like 20 things and it's like oh this is goals i'm dead (laughs) that's kind of like me in the morning when i watch people do workout videos i'm like damn i want her body yo and i sit there and watch videos for like 30 minutes of people working out i'm like bitch i could have done a workout this whole time no i actually sometimes watch them like and be eating ice cream and stuff girl me too i was like damn (laughs) like damn i should be doing this right it's hilarious (laughs) that's so funny but on that note we have a letter from someone who um needs some advice okay She said, hey, girls, I just moved out of my parents' house and I'm struggling. These bills are piling up and I feel like I need two or three jobs just to survive. Mm. I don't want to move back home, but I don't know if I can do this. Please help me out. Girl, God gave you the grace to move out so you can do it. I feel like getting grown is super hard. People do not give you all the tea about being grown and living on your own. Yeah, I mean... It's really hard to live with your parents, especially after a certain age. And Mm -hmm. like if you went away to college and coming back and if you had a taste of freedom, it's even harder. Right. But when you're an adult, you shouldn't live under your parents' roof. But I feel like you need to. Yeah. I think it depends on like what your plan is. Like if you're in school Mm -hmm. and you are going to be like a lawyer or a doctor or anything that's going to make you good money as soon as you get out marketing, whatever it is, I think it's a good time to stay and like, you know, save up, maybe work a night job. Mm -hmm. But um, if you have that option, but if you don't have to, I say hit the road. But like in her case, she did move out already Mm -hmm. and I, you know, she got her place. So I assume that, you know, she had enough to do all of that. But now month two and three it's like i didn't know i had all these bills because moving mm-hmm. out i remember like wait the light bill the gas mm-hmm, bill they come mm-hmm. every Cable, month yeah like you know Girl, like i didn't note. realize that like all of these things have to like be paid every month to keep a household moving right so what do you think you can tell her that will help her figure it out so that she doesn't have to literally live to work to pay our bills. Right. So, I mean, I would definitely try to get a different form of a stream of income mm-hmm. and something that's more passive. Um, if you can like maybe sell some things on Amazon or I don't know, like maybe work a night job serving or I think you just have to do something else until you figure out how you can up level your income or like get a smaller place. Yeah. I like think- a basement or something. Like don't commit to a full like big apartment and then you have to look at your list of things that are important to you right yeah needs versus wants exactly so if if having your own space is more important to you then maybe that means you can't afford your car if you have a car every Mm. month you know what i'm saying like so it's hard but you're gonna have to make some sacrifices you're not gonna be able to have everything if you don't make enough money to support it I'm going to go and assume that she signed a year lease so that she can't get out of it. So what Mm -hmm. I would say on like what you said is try to um, 
skim back. Either skim back or do something like online where you can get a higher paying job maybe. Like let's say it's coding and you can take those classes online. Some of them are free, you know, or super cheap where maybe you can get a better paying job because you can add that to your resume. You know, do things in your spare time that can allow you to elevate whatever position that you're in. Yep. And that'll help you get more money. Yeah, I would definitely even just look at what you're good at. Because the thing is, we can say like go on Amazon and stuff and it's not going to be quick enough. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if let's say you're good at organizing, you could get a couple friends together and then yep. every month you say, hey, like for a hundred dollars, I'll come organize like your cabinets or yep. whatever or mm -hmm. your drawers. And you just do it for like. 50 people or 30 people and then boom you got some money so i think you just have to get really creative with what you're good at and then put a price behind it yeah we all have these skills that we're giving away for free mm -hmm. so why not monetize and during a pandemic i feel like so many people need so much uh, there's so many people online that are like hey i need someone to babysit my kids for a few hours and pick up drop off because some kids are still going to school activities and sports so or you could even tutor who knows right and i know the majority of the country is struggling but i do see especially in my field of work that a lot of people are spending money mm -hmm. so if you have a skill or something then promote yourself because people are are out there who want to buy things who you know who are looking for your service so just put yourself out there and It'll get easier. It's a big blow moving out from your parents and then going out on your own. But it does get easier. And we yeah. learn how to hustle. Yep, it does. You definitely learn how to hustle. You know what you're working with. And just uh, change your mindset. Make sure you're focusing on saying that I'm going to be able to pay my rent every month and there's going to be no problems. And, you know, put the work behind it and you're good. And at the end of the day, your parents love you. And if you do have to come back, it's not, then the, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's, it's not. not because you'll be more prepared next time. So if you're able to, then, you know, just know that don't kill yourself trying to figure it out. You'll be OK. Yep. Good luck, girl. Good luck. And, yes. you know, do what you got to do. Right. All right. So I was online and I found this article about um, eight lessons they said people should learn um, before it's too late in life. Mm. So some things you need to know. So, I mean, even just like what you talked about, like you need to know that, you know, moving out on your own is more than just the rent. <laughs> but it's like, how do you figure that out, though? Because we had to learn the hard way. I mean, like, who you watch your parents, you? though. But we don't really know. Like, yeah. I saw my mom struggle with some things, but mm -hmm. living it was totally, totally different. different. You ain't never lied. Because her hustle lie. is unlike. And then you anything. also have to factor in, like, the freak bills like or like something you yes. did not expect like yo i got a 200 dollars parking ticket the other day i yeah, was like same. i hope that cop has diarrhea for the rest of his life right exactly like <laughs> <laughs> or even like going outside and your car's dead and it girl needs something girl. you know like yeah things come up at the worst time so i would say even back to her like i feel like budgeting prior to a move and just having like a nice stack of cash before you leave i think before you move out you should have three times the amount of your rent in your account okay you should yeah because at least you know you got something for next month and you're not like penny pension right and another thing my brother told me because as you guys know i'm you know like trying to buy property right now and everything and he was like Every time I move, I throw away the little things like shower curtains mm -hmm. or toilet brushes and stuff. And he was like, after my move, I spent like $300 in 
because I threw away that stuff. It's like the little mm. things add up. Yeah, they do. Don't they do. like, don't do that. Like yeah. you could throw it away later when you want to buy a new one, but yep. when don't throw away the things that you think are little because they all add up. Yeah, I'm going through that right now. But, <laughs> but then that, sometimes you don't want to take the dirty stuff to the new house. And I get that, but it's like a move is expensive on its it own. Is. Like, it really is. Things, you know, like buying tape and stuff. Mm-hmm. That shit adds up. Girl, for so. me, I paid my rent where I'm at and then half my rent and then rent for next month. Yeah. I was so like, it's oh. like your account is screaming. <laughs> it's like, girl, you going to get an OnlyFans or not? Nah? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of the points that they said that you need to pay attention is to is it's important for people to come and that people come and go in your life. And that's okay. Like you have to understand, like it's okay that people are going to come and go. I completely agree. You agree. Yeah. I think you should talk about this because my personality is very much like it is what it is. Like yeah. I'm not really um, attached to a lot so what do you think because you have a lot of people around you all the time yeah I do and I think um even with what I do I feel like I meet new people all the time Mm -hmm. so I definitely have to create the space so that I'm allowed to like you know even give myself to the the new people that are coming to me but I feel like like I think I mentioned this prior like everything happens in seasons and so it is hard to like let certain people go but I think as you grow and you mature, you realize that, like you said, it's a part of life. Like, right. everyone can't go to the next level with you. Everyone is not supposed to, you know, be in certain seasons with you. So you just kind of got to let life go with the punches. And I think I've been, like, going with that more and not forcing things. Because I find that when you go against the grain, you find yourself in more trouble or, you know, you just find yourself in more uncom- uncomfortable situations. And Right. But so. how has it been with friendships for you? Um, with friendships, honestly, I think people like get it because when you start doing different things and they're not a part of it and they're not being invited, they kind of like get the hint, you know what I mean? That's how I feel too. Like they kind of fade out. Yeah. I've never had a conversation with someone. Yeah. I never had like a friendship breakup and I really don't have blowouts with my friends because I'm really not confrontational, but in the same breath, like I think. I would probably just like stop talking to you. But at the same time, like it's weird because I also have these periods where I just want to focus on work. And mm-hmm. so I get really quiet and it's not me like shutting anyone out, but it's just knowing that I have to focus and I have to really shut out all the distractions. Right. So it can, you know, the people who know me very well will hit me up like, Hey, what you doing? And I'll respond like, Hey, sorry, I've been working, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's just, once again, boundaries. Right. And I think part of leveling up is also recognizing that it's not is the other person recognizing that it's not that they dislike me or we had a falling Mm -hmm. out. It's just that we're on two different pages. Yeah. So it's like when you see people you haven't talked to, it's not like a should I go over there? It's kind of like a oh, how you know, like it's a genuine like I haven't seen you in a while and it's fine. Yeah. A lot of people take it personal. There's like, some people you see, you're like, oh, please don't come talk to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> like you were trying to drop them. But <laughs> yeah. But I think people feel, you know, that something is shifting and changing and, you know, you just adjust. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't bring everyone along with you. I think it's okay for someone to be a really important part of you, your life at some points and then maybe not so much at another point and that's okay yeah it's totally okay 
Yeah, but detox them friendships, y'all. Yeah, don't hold on to dead weight. It's Mm-mm. you can't grow it's heavy if something's pulling you down. And that's exactly how I felt in my apartment. It felt so heavy. It was so bright when I moved in, mm-hmm. and it just felt like a dark cloud and heavy and just so much energy that I couldn't remove. Mm-hmm. And that's when so you know it's time to go. I was go. like, oh, it's time to go. And when something's supposed to happen, it's seamless. It yeah. Oh my God. It was so out. seamless. Yeah. Except for the fact that I had to make Megan and Kat carry <laughs> these heavy ass boxes. But you know what? I thought it was going to be easy. I was like, yeah, we have carts. Like mm-hmm. and both of my buildings have elevators. So mm-hmm. this should be easy. And it was not. A move is a move. Y'all though, should have seen us day. like trying to truck <laughs> through like my, <laughs> my bed. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Anyways, the next point is your diet isn't just what you eat. As you get older, you realize that your diet isn't just what you eat. It is what you watch. It is what you read. It is who you follow and who you spend your time with. So if your goal is to have a healthier mind, you should start removing all of the junk from your diet. I completely agree. It's yeah. so funny because I think last week on Instagram, I was looking and it was just a bunch of like... Trash. Trash and negative things mm-hmm. that like didn't bring anything to my life. And I, com- I unfollowed like so many people mm-hmm. and like followed the things that I care about and I want to know more about and the causes that I want to help out with. And mm-hmm. it's like... And it shifts your energy. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to see all this negativity mm-hmm. as soon as I go onto an app that's supposed to like take my mind off of real life. Right. You know? My pastor is doing this 30-day prayer, and um, I went to uh, one of the nights the other day, and he mentioned how, like the news, for instance. So, like, the newscaster will drop some horrible news on everybody, like, mm-hmm. oh, prepare for a second wave, and twice as many people are going to die, right? Oh my God. And, like, people are at home vulnerable and sad and kind of, like, in these low positions in their lives or whatever, however they're feeling at home. Mm-hmm. And they're innocently watching the news, right? And then they have to endure that and try to figure out how they're processing it while, he said, the newscaster is probably just in the back eating Chinese food, like, doesn't care because, you know, yeah, it's just the news. Job. Right, yeah. and, and it's, like, doesn't feel, like, real. So it's just crazy. You have to really be careful of, like, where you choose to get your news from and like what you let feed your spirit and your energy because it controls like how you think. Yeah. And for me, what I do in my household for my son as well too, is we always start the morning on a high note, which is either like a prayer or I, you know, listen to a sermon or something like that Mm -hmm. because I need to start my day every day in a grateful and positive way so that whatever bad things, you know, happen, because things that, you know, that are unexpected happen throughout the day. Mm -hmm. But I have that good, powerful energy of knowing that there is a higher power and there is something, you know, like walking with me that will help me carry me through the day. Yeah. So church isn't just for Sundays. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not. I actually, on the Bible app, I downloaded um, some of their plans. Mm -hmm. And one of their plans was like about fear. So you get like a seven day plan that you go through and it gives you scriptures. It gives you like quotes and things and stories in the Bible. And then you can just like go through it and it helps you like process the thought of fear and all these things. So I think it's definitely important to you know, find things that can help you get through the tough days. Yeah. Just start your morning off in any way. It doesn't have to be prayer if that's not for you, Mm -hmm. just in a positive way. And it will help you um, transition into the rest of your day and it'll help you become happier. Agreed. Okay. So another point was you have to let people down to be happy. You and your mental health are more important than your career, money, other people's opinions that in the event that they say that you can't attend your own partner's mood or family wishes. Um, 
you know, if it's taken the wrong way, then yeah. Okay, this one truly hits home for me because I feel like I... I really care a lot about specifically, like, let's say my family, what they think and Mm. how they feel. And it sucks when I feel like I'm letting them down because I'm making a decision that they don't feel like is right for me. Mm -hmm. But no one knows me like me, you know, like there's things that I'm passionate about that someone might not understand, but that's what I want to do. And I, I have learned that I have to let other people down in order to be happy myself. Yeah, everyone has to. Like, I mean, yeah. But it's hard. Like, when it comes to family, and especially because they have this perception of you because they've seen your growth. They see you in a certain way. Mm, They're like, who she thinks she is now? Exactly. Like, for years, you know, everyone's like, you change, you change. And it's like, I'm an adult now. You know, like, when I was younger, I really cared a lot about what people thought, and I wanted everyone to be happy, and, you know, like, I was just this very, this person that cared about everyone else, and then I wasn't caring about myself. And And that's not a happy life. Like, No, it's like, everyone's happy, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. And so now, it's like, when I'm like, no, I'm setting my boundaries, and I'm saying no, and people are like, what? This is not like you. And it's like, no, this is me. It's just, I was feeling on insight, and now, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, and I think people have a tough time with that they do and it's just like okay so you don't want to see me happy like you don't want to see me in a better space and we're all growing but but you know what the problem is and i think it's older people i wouldn't say necessarily millennials Mm -hmm. they have not done that for themselves and they they do not choose to do that or they felt like they didn't have the right right so like it's like the fact that you want to do it's like who like who gave you that permission exactly so yeah it's just like a condition thing of you know, cycles. And even with parents too, um, you know, we, especially with island parents, feel like they are like everything, you know, like they're the mm. matriarch, you can't do this and that and the mm-hmm. third. And I've learned too that I have to set boundaries with my mom, yeah. you know, like she's a person too. And yeah. if she's interrupting my peace and energy, I have to stop that too. Yeah. And that's a weird thing to say, yep. but I got to do, I can't. Yeah, me and my mom had a similar conversation and it's, it's still stuff you just got to work through. And I think you just, they don't understand our language. They don't. And it's the hardest thing too, because it's looked at as disrespect. Exactly. So that's why you have to really take your time and use your choice of words. Cause yes. I feel like anything we say is very hurtful to them. And I'm like, dude, like I say this to my friends every day, right? Every day. Yeah. <laughs> like the other day I told my mom that I needed a break. And I was like, you know, like I was getting really frustrated and we weren't seeing eye to eye. And I was like, you know what? I just need to take a break. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? You don't take yeah. a break from your parents. And yeah. it's like, listen, they we're either really going to make this worse or you're going to give me a moment to breathe and think through this and we can get over it. And right. I be feeling bad because they truly don't be having like that many friends. Right. And or stuff anything like to that. talk to yeah. anyone talk to or anything to talk about because nothing's new in their life. But... I need a break. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, the next one is never let rejection lead to self-rejection. A person ha- who has experienced rejection, fear or fear of rejection, or a person who fears rejection tends to push away and runs a- runs away from sorry, let me reread this. A person who has experienced rejection, fear, and a person who fears rejection tends to push or run away. Before they can be rejected. And I think I'll be doing that. 
what do you mean? So, like, before you can get rejected from something, you run before it happens. Or, like, if someone's, like, it's a guy's, like, talking to you, you are mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm sure you're not going to like me. Mm. Before he even says he don't like you. I don't see that in you. Really? Yeah. Well, because I don't show it. Yeah. I don't do it with everything, but every now and then, if I, like, I'm an overthinker. Mm-hmm. So, if I overthink a situation, I can, like, almost talk myself out of something before it even happens. Yes. Yeah. I'll have a conversation with you about an opportunity, and we'll start, like, this is a great opportunity, and I can hear you talk yourself out, and then you'll be like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that is you. Like, yeah. you, you could change so quick. We could say all the reasons why we should have, and you're like, I don't know. Yep. <laughs> and it's bad, because I realize, even a lot of things, I'd be, like, searching for the negative. Like, I'll be like, we'll be like, oh, let's let's try Mm-hmm. I don't know, like this roller coaster. And I'm like, hell no. Like that thing's been built like 20 years ago. What mm-hmm. if it flies off? Like, oh God. Yeah. Um, I am like that kind of in a way because I know that just because you're capable of something doesn't mean you're made to do it. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, like I'm good at Oof. many things. My pastor's wife had to tell me that. Mm-mm-mm. But that doesn't mean I need to be doing all of these things. Yes. You know, like you really, you know, in this day and age, everyone wants to be a jack of all trades and mm-hmm. everyone's up all night, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. No, you Sunday's for rest. You yes. know, like we need to kind of rein it in and see what we're supposed to be doing, what yep. is aligned with us yep. and not just try to be that person who is so busy all the time. Right. I think you have to just make a list of all the things that you can do. Right. Yeah. And then you say, okay, what do I dislike doing out of this list? Like for me, like, I can do hair, but it's not my favorite thing to do. And if I had to choose between hair and makeup, I'd do makeup all day long. Right. So I think it's just like making a list of all the things you're capable of doing and then just putting the priority of, you know, what makes you feel good and what and what you're, aligns with yeah, your purpose. what you're supposed to be doing. Um, but do you feel like the society we're in um, makes people feel like they have to always be hustling and on the grind and well i think we live in a different world now like where people can see that by hustling you can change your whole life so it's like but is it a good thing do you think it's not for everyone i don't think it's for everyone and i don't think it's i don't think it's the ideal but i think if you're in if you're sitting here looking at your life and you work a job that you're only going to make $30,000 a year, mm-hmm. right? And no matter what you do, you might make 32,000. Mm-hmm. But if you know that if I wake up from sun to sundown like and just grind and I can make 300,000, I'm going to do that. Right. But I think it depends on the person and I think yeah. that's why like Instagram and social media is not good. Fake. Be- it's not good for everybody because like I always say, you know, when comparison starts, contentment ends. Because mm-hmm. I can compare myself to everyone on social media and what they're doing and how much money I'm making. And then I feel really bad about myself. Yeah. But I'm not built to be an entrepreneur, right. you know. or And I would quit my job and completely fail because I don't like social media. I don't like to post. and I, You know, so we have mm-hmm. to stop comparing ourselves to what we're seeing because everything is not for everybody. Nope. You have to be really realistic, honestly. With yourself. Yes. Yeah. And just say, what am I willing to sacrifice? What am I willing to do? If you barely want to work hard at the job you at, you nine times out of ten, you ain't going to work hard for yourself. 
Right. And if you're not self-motivated. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're self-motivated, you'll get the job done at work. Regardless exactly. if you like it or not, you'll just get it done. Right. Um, so it says, own your responsibilities and you own your future. Um, you're not responsible for your trauma. But you are responsible for breaking the cycle and not hurting more people because of what happened to you. You will never control your future if you let the present be controlled by your past. What happened yesterday may not be your responsibility, but how you behave today is. I completely agree with that as well. Yep. Because we all have a story. Mm-hmm. You know, something has happened to everyone. And you see the people who have let it affect their lives and they use it as a crutch. Versus Mm -hmm. the people who have grown from it. And, you know, it was a roadblock that they just went over or moved around. And just, it helped them to grow. Yeah. And I even think, like, I've never done, like, therapy. But I've seen and heard, like, people. And they've talked to their therapist. And they realize some of their trauma affects, like, who they are. Like, their behavior. Like, the choices that they're making. Everything that we've gone through affects how we are. And that's crazy. Because sometimes I think you can forget about a situation. And then once you, like, start Mm -hmm. unpacking, you're like, oh, wow. Wait, this is why I'm acting like this? And I think also when you have a partner, it brings it out, too. Because you have to work through things. Yeah. And so, like, I know Patrick and I sometimes will be talking through something till, like, 3 a.m. and then we go all the way back. Like, you know what? I am, you know, like, triggered by this. And then you go all the way back and it's like, I didn't realize that when I was seven, da 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 you know? Like, Dang. so people point out things in you that you don't even see. Yeah, they do. And I think that's why people get offended because they're like, oh, dang, like, that is Yeah, me. you're putting a mirror up to them. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to see themselves in that way. We all feel like we're good and we're fine because that's a feeling, but you don't know what you're putting off or you're portraying to the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then they talk about quality over quantity, which is huge. It says life is about quality, not quantity. Um, One friend can give you more than 100 acquaintances. (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I think you just, you only need a couple people in your circle that are really going to just uplift you and support you but they have to be the right people they you know? have to be they the can't right just be the people. randoms they it can't, can't just be the person someone that you work stuck. with <laughs> you just have to like you know equip yourself with the best i think you can spot them right away too when you feel better when you're around someone yes. you know like if you're super stressed out about something and call someone and they make you feel even more stressed out that's probably yes not the person. or like they just are uninterested, like, oh, yeah. it's so annoying. Such, that person such a was like, down. oh, okay, well, anyway, I was, yes. you know. <laughs> such a letdown. I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, no. We gravitate towards the people who make us feel better and make mm-hmm. us, you know, feel like we're on the right track. So that one is a given. Such a given. Um, it says, fairy tales will make you unhappy. Obsessing over things that society says you're supposed to do will kill you and kill your happiness. And that's exactly what we were just talking about. Yeah, that's what I just like, said. Like, thinking, mm-hmm. like, even this whole notion of turning 30. Like, all oh. these things that are supposed to be done. And me and Megan are about to be yeah. 30, 30, dirty, oh 30. God. Ah. Honestly, I suffer from that, though. Because I'm excited. I'm, I'm not. Like, Girl, you got everything. I just, I, I feel like... 
I'm grown, grown. Like, mm-hmm. your 20s are for, like, making these silly mistakes, which I surely made. And I feel like at 30, there's less grace for people who, like, do stupid stuff. But the thing is, I think your path is different from mine and anyone else's. Mm-hmm. So even if someone else's story was dark mm-hmm. going to 30, that's their story. Right. You don't know, like, what 30 is going to bring you. And I, I think the best way to go about it is just to be excited and, like... Be pumped and and put out positive energy so you can attract good things. Uh, it sounds good. It's just, I feel old. I'm honestly, aren't you <laughs> over your 20s? I'm over it. Yeah, I feel like I'm I feel like grown. it's so much BS. Yeah, I feel But like feel people don't, don't respect when you say you're 20, whatever. No, like I got someone, I got into a fender bender one time and someone was like, what are you like, 22? Like, and they, they, wow. like, they act like you're such a <laughs> child. And I'm like... What does that have to do with my driving? You know, like yep. it was, people just treat you funny because you're younger. So yeah. I get that. Yeah. Especially me in the corporate world. I feel like sometimes people try to overlook me because mm. they're like, oh, she has years. She, you know, she shoot, doesn't need that position. Shoot. And then when I show my qualifications and I will talk anyone in circles who's in their 30s or 40s when it comes to my position, they're like, oh, okay. Right. Because you've done your research. And I think just like we said, like being a millennial, like you, we thrive on like really digging on information and like wanting to know the backstory or why we got to do this. and Exactly. And I feel like some of us, we really prepare ourselves. Like we're able to research and find out and be innovative. Yeah. We're these people. Which makes it fun. It does make it fun. But then when you're going against someone who's old school in a like. They're like, why do you want to do all of this? Exactly. Or they're not, they don't like change (laughs) and they don't want to do the new things. So it's crazy. Well, speaking of fun, the next one is fun is yours. If you want to enjoy your life, don't subscribe to other people's definition of fun. Fun doesn't have to mean drinking, partying, and socializing. Fun could be a night alone, getting lost in a book, Megan, (laughs) a deep conversation, a walk, creating art, playing music, or doing um, some extra work. Fun belongs to you, so make sure you define it. Uh, Don't you hate that question? What? Like, what do you do for fun? Oh, my God. Yes. That I hate is, that. that. My is, whole life is fun. Yeah. And what is fun? Like, I, that <laughs> is, I hate that question so much. Yeah. It's, it's really annoying. Like, what do you do for fun? Because you're, like, unpacking. It's, like, literally for me, everything I do is fun. Yeah. I don't do anything that I don't consider to be fun. Yeah. Like, but I completely agree with how they're saying, like, you can just be in your bed. Like, that's so fun to me sometimes. Like, girl. just be in your bed, watch yeah. something good, have some candles lit, maybe just chill, go get a massage. That's so fun to me. Right? A facial. We old, I guess. I Yeah. We like, grown. Yeah. I think people are going to be like, what the hell? What no, seriously. So y'all DM us and tell me, like, what's some of your versions of fun? Yeah, because I can't think what of What do anything. y'all do for fun? Uh, sorry, I had to ask. Yeah. Like, this is just... But for me, it's like traveling. I love to travel. I love to try new restaurants. I love to shop if my account allows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all that is fun. Yeah. Meeting new people, I think it's fun. I don't uh, think that's fun. Really? Patrick, okay, and I but you're an introvert. Saying, I am an introvert, but we were just saying, like, my sister in Atlanta has, like, all these couple friends. And Patrick and I will be like, man, we need some couple friends. And then we're like, do we? Because yeah. think about what comes with that. You know, there's always people trying to, like, do the most. Yep. And it's like, that's why we kind of, like, stick to ourselves because you you always end up, like, 
people always try to be in a competition with you or trying to just do too much. And I'm just not in a place in my life where I'm going to put on airs for anybody. Yeah. Like, this is me. If I got it, I'm going to tell you I got it. If I don't, I sure won't. You know, like, I just... mm -mm. Yeah, it's hard, especially with couples, because then it's like two people having to like adjust and then it's like the guys might like each other but the girls don't right that's the worst it is okay so here's a question for you so would you be okay if like your husband is friends with the guy Mm -hmm. and you don't like his wife i got that and so like do you hang out like what's your like Uh, energy we have and it's just been like you know like like tight I guess she got vibes from me and she was kind of like annoying her husband. Like, let's hold hands and let's, you know, like cling on to him. And he's like, I'm trying to go over here and do this. Like you do the girls thing. And hmm. we were kind of like, no. we don't want to. <laughs> oh my God. It's the worst. So do you because- go on vacation? Would you go on a vacation with them? This couple or a couple that you don't really like? I mean, we can, it just depends on how they vacation, you know, right. like, Going with someone who, like, you'll do, girls are together in the daytime and guys are together. And then at night you come, you know, together as mm-hmm. couples. That's fine. But I know a lot of girls, like, just want to cling on to their husband the whole time. And, yeah. You know, I hate that. It's yeah. like. I guess it depends on the dynamic of your relationship. Because if you're not, like, with your husband during the work week and then you have a vacation, I think you do want to be with them. Yeah. So it just depends. Yeah. And I believe, like, you shouldn't have all couples trips. You know, yeah, like, no, no. if you only have one vacation a year, don't make it a couple's trip. Well, can you guys go on single trips? Like, can you go on a trip with, like, like me and my girlfriends, and then he goes with his boyfriends? Yes. Why really? not? I don't know. Like, I feel like single groups, like, we be on, we be, we be on team. <laughs> I know. It would be different, like, at night. It's like, I guess I'm going to go back. Right. <laughs> no, and I mean, it's still appropriate, because I'm still low-key a grandma, but... I just feel like, I don't know, it's just weird. Like, I wouldn't mind, you know, Patrick has gone out of town and gone with his guys to, like, bachelor parties or whatever, and it's, like, cool, you know? Yeah. Mm. I guess. I mean, it's always awkward, though, when it's, like, two people are getting married and, like, let's say he's in the wedding and then you're just a guest, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, I don't know, it's hard. A couple friends are the worst because both people rarely get along with each other yeah they do i don't know but yeah that was a good list though yeah that was a pretty good list i feel like we talked it was all like positive things though it was really positive there wasn't like too much of like i mean is there anything else you can think of outside of that list that people need to do to get grown before like yeah um i don't know i think that was pretty like stuff you need to know before it's too late um, I think, oh, we talked about insurance. <laughs> oh, yes. We were talking before we got on, um, about how like getting grown, like you have a uh, shit is more expensive than you thought. And I was telling Rebecca that my, um, my insurance, my health insurance for my family is $1,200. Crazy. I was. And how many shit. times do you actually go to the doctor a year? Because I mean, can we just put that $1,200 in an account somewhere? And then at the end of the year. That's the sh- that's the stuff that pisses me off too because yeah. you come around you know you're looking the- at about like ten thousand yeah yeah and that shit is like do you want the high PPO high PPO low do you want you know like Shoot. 
it's like who is supposed to be teaching you about this stuff yeah yeah like okay so i was just talking to my sister about this there's no like way to understand like okay this is a correct insurance plan for what we need and then you go and pay all this money like you're saying Mm -hmm. and then you get to your appointment and you have a deductible of like god knows what or you have a bill Mm -hmm. for whatever because that wasn't covered in your plan yeah and And you could have probably paid like 20 more dollars too but even but even before you get there, Rebecca, it's like, let's just say car insurance for one. It's like, okay, we got our comprehensive or whatever, right? Do mm-hmm. I want the 500 or the 1000 You mm-hmm. know, like, it's like, you don't win for losing. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, I feel like we need to do a better job at like... Educating on what everyday life. Yeah. Like, even life insurance. So, right. I have a life insurance policy, and I mm-hmm. was like... You know, as I was moving, I'm like throwing stuff away and I looked at the policy and I was like, I realized I never really sat down and went through it and understood mm-hmm. like what it meant, how much money it is. And so and I you think feel that. like living in this like time, you just feel like for me, at least I feel like I'm throwing away money constantly because yeah. like you have your dental, your vision, your health, your life insurance, your, you know, like there's so much there's so much to pay for you're paying for and then you don't feel like you're using them at all never just in case so annoying the just in case shit they got the right one because i don't be on none of that just in case stuff i'd be like "Mm, i'll take a risk I'm the risky one. You know, you feel like you're paying and it's going down the drain, but it's not because the minute you decide to not pay for something, y'all, shit's going to happen. That was me when I got that $200 ticket because since I was moving, I never changed my plates, right? Mm -hmm. Girl, I was riding dirty for like... Uh, like a month well not riding dirty but parking yeah, yeah. dirty like yeah, in yeah. the city and so um girl i parked in this one spot and everything in my spirit said don't leave your car here mm. i left my car i was like i don't know why i didn't listen yeah came back yeah. with a 200 ticket but girl guess what i ran right to the currency exchange changed my address mm-hmm. which i should have done months ago i don't know why i didn't do that i could even register to like my family's home but anyways mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm fighting the ticket, and hopefully God will. Uh, I mean, pardon I can test the every ticket, even I can if test like everything. they have a picture of me. It's like I'm gonna contest and just hope, right? Because sometimes you get a nice judge and they'll throw it out. Yeah, I've had a few thrown out, so you yeah. know it happens sometimes. In Chicago, they just ruthless, man. Oh, yeah, they make me sick. If y'all looters want to blow up anything, blow up they uh, the ticketing section. You're hopeful, <laughs> <laughs> but also I think. For me too, home buying was just a whole new territory yeah. that um I'm in. And it's how has that been? Actually the worst. Mm. It's literally the worst because it's so much beyond I like this home and I can afford it. Oh God. You know, it's like, why the fuck do I need to know what material is behind this wall type of shit? Mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. But it just feels so heavy, like, you know, going to these home inspections and them telling you every single thing that they can see that's wrong with the house. It's like, it makes me scared because it's like, now I have this liability, you know? Now you have this expense. Right. And it's like, if anything happens, this is on me. Yeah. And it's just, it's a lot. But then again, like I said, like, I think you should think about it like oh this is mine like instead of like a burden but more Mm -hmm. of like a blessing like and it's gonna be fine yeah i mean there are perks like for the first time in my life i have zero debt like i owe nobody anything and that feels so good yeah like you know like to just completely like 
be debt free and all that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just like now it's like you're do about I to really take on a big do debt. This? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but um, this is one of those debts that could pay you back, like, and it will. And I yeah. know, and you know, me knowing how it feels now, I'm just gonna be rushing to pay it off instead of 30 years mm-hmm. to pay it off in 15 and that's and just you shouldn't because girl you don't know what life has in front of you i know yeah so that's and that's i think foreigners like they build that into you yeah have no debt and i say have great credit yeah right and take your time and live your life because you could be trying to work three and four jobs trying to keep up with everything and trying to have no debt and then who knows if you're gonna wake up tomorrow and that's how i feel like I was talking to my sister and um, this house that I wanted, like I, after my inspection, I was like, oh, hell no. And I was telling her like, oh, my birthday's coming and I should be saving all this money so I can put all this money down, but I want to go somewhere or whatever. And she was like, yeah, you should save. And I just fucking went and I booked my trip. It's mm-hmm. like, I need to live my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to just put everything I have into saving or putting down on a house or anything. It's like, I need to learn within myself to say, you know what? It's okay to have some fun. It's okay to spend mm-hmm. money on what you want. Yeah. Because Just it's... put that in your budget. Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, I actually have this expense budget and it's like, how much I spend on fun? How much I spend on groceries? How much I spend gas convenience stores like you have to literally break it down to every dollar Mm -hmm. so that way you don't feel guilty when you're doing it because you have a trip fund you have a little expense but then i feel like i have like a budget sheet too and i have a Mm -hmm. trip fund but i feel guilty about using the trip fund it's like is this important enough like Mm -hmm. is this really the trip i wanted to like i don't know i just girl flew me out if it wasn't all this (laughs) dumb corona i'd be gone I don't know. I would have been on like seven or eight trips by now. Mm -hmm. But it is, you're right, the way you're raised. And it's just like, for me, like I saw my mom in a position where she would be worried sometimes. And it's like, I never want to be there. Yeah. Like, I'm so fearful of like not having enough one day that it's like, I don't let myself do anything I want to do. But then that's even like what we talked about. Like when you fear certain things, then are you drawing that closer to your life? Exactly. Like, are you calling that? The thing is, is like, I'm good. And I think I even read in my like seven day devotionals and it was just saying that you have to be present and just look around for everything you have and just be thankful and be happy in those moments. Mm -hmm. And when I started doing that more and, you know, having my list of gratitude, I felt like I felt lighter because I'm like, wow, I have a lot to be grateful for right now. But that's what I'm saying. I'm the opposite. It's like, I'm so grateful. Like, I don't need to take this trip. Mm. I don't need to do this because to. I live a good life. I, you know, like, Mm-mm. you know, like I talk Everyone myself a break. out of, you know, living. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. But no, you got to give yourself permission. Yeah. And, you know, you guys just help me out. <laughs> you got this. <laughs> yeah. You deserve a vacation. Thank you. But anyway, um... I think y'all heard enough of us yakking. You guys are all doing well and you should be proud of yourself because you're making it through another day. Celebrate wherever you are because just know that no matter what your situation is, somebody got it 10 times worse. Mm -hmm. Somebody. And you're doing better than you were the day before. So just be happy about that. Yes, you are. Anyway, let's move on. Rebecca, Mm -hmm. you watching anything this week? 
So this week I am not watching any TV, but I have been on my Masterclass app mm-hmm. and I've been, uh, I guess I have been watching, watching and listening to some um, stuff from Sarah Blakely, the girl who created Spanx. Oh. Yeah. And so she's pretty dope. Like she started her business, I want to say with like, don't quote me, like four or five thousand mm-hmm. dollars and she built a multi-million dollar company. That's wild. Yeah, because her whole thing was she um, made Spanx, obviously. Right. But so the manufacturers were all men, and all the people producing Spanx for women were men. So that's why that. stuff Even was like shoes. never. People yeah. do that. Like there's a lot of men in the shoe design business. It's like what? Yeah. So people weren't like happy with how stuff was fitting on them, and I think her one goal was to like wear Spanx under white jeans because you always have like the little you can see mm-hmm. everything. So she just wanted to like come from a woman's perspective and see like what like making the thongs and you know just mm-hmm. making it more appealing and friendly under clothes. So I really like um, her ideology and the way she breaks everything down. Learning so it's a lot. kind of about like the business side. Of yeah. So it's the business. It's the relationship. It's the beginning. It's the whole process. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a 12 step course. So I've just been watching it. That's dope. Yeah. It's pretty good. I haven't really been watching anything either. There's nothing on. Mm-hmm. And I'm so worried about the fall because of coronavirus. How are they recording anything? What you mean? Like, have these like have they been recording any girl, shows? Yes, really? girl. Yes, I think a lot of these production companies have been moving on, mm. and like um, just been with masks. And if people have coronavirus, they find out. I think they've been shutting down production, but I think for the most part, people are still working. Like oh. I mean, when I look at people's stories who work in LA and live in LA, they still look like they're working. Mm-hmm. Like behind the scenes, it doesn't seem like big big projects, but it right. just definitely seems like things are coming along so i don't know yeah because right now on tv the only thing i'm watching is pillow talk the 90 day fiance um like after show Mm -hmm. how's that it's good it's so funny because i feel like i should be on that show like for (laughs) real like i am there talking to the tv about these crazy people and it's like i i don't know would you ever go to another country to meet somebody no unless it was like dubai and it was like an oil tycoon or india (laughs) And he was like, but a would prince. you like either move there or move them here? If they was really, really rich and I didn't feel like I left, yeah. What's wild is that you have ninety days to marry that person. That's not bad. That's better than like that one show that you're in the pod <laughs> and you're like talking to someone for a few months and then you got to marry them. But I feel like that's better because let's say you're living together for thirty days, mm-hmm. like. If you're with someone nonstop for 30 days, you can learn a lot about them and their ways versus mm-hmm. someone who's in another country and you only FaceTime them. And then finally you live together and you have 90 days to figure it out. At least you have 90 days to figure it out. I don't know. I don't. It just seems rushed. All of it. I don't understand. Like what message are they trying to push with all of these shows of getting married so quickly and settling down? Like, have you ever thought about that part about it? Well, I watched this uh, show on Netflix a couple of months ago. I think it's Indian matchmaking. Mm-hmm. And it really made me think about how, you know, in India, a lot of people get, um, it's called love marriage or family marriage or something like that, mm-hmm. where it was arranged marriages. And it's like, a lot of those worked. Mm. So really, should people trust their family and friends to pick someone for them and would it work versus you picking someone because you love them and you see how the marriage rate is in this country it sucks 
Shoot, if it's working, maybe we should kind of let's try it. Right. Who's arranging my marriage? But y'all gotta know me. You gotta know. And I think yeah. maybe when they're doing this, these people are like higher echelon. Like I know they got some coins, so But sometimes they don't. And you heard like to meet the person you're gonna marry that. But then again, day, I think those people sometimes they just don't say they don't speak on like how it doesn't work. They just kinda save face for their families to make them feel like you did a good job. Yeah, or you're just not allowed to say anything yeah. because Who divorce knows? is frowned upon. And right. I think in that culture, as a woman, like nobody wants you anymore. You're undesirable. Yeah, you and then divorce. even the men, they have so much control. So yeah. it's like, hmm. I don't know. I think some marriages should be arranged because you, like, <laughs> no. you don't be knowing, Rebecca. <laughs> like, I feel like there's some marriage. good guys and you'd be like, not interested. Heck no. Did you see that DM <laughs> I sent you the other day? <laughs> Which one? Of me, like one of your friends who like try to add me on Facebook again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell no. And I deleted it. Oh, yes. <laughs> So you play. He played. That could be the love of your life, and you just no, blocking it. No, it's not. <laughs> I talked to God about it already. Right. He told me to decline. Oh my God. Anyway, what are you loving this week? Um, I'm actually loving Chef Risha. Um, she's a chef I've discovered on Instagram, mm-hmm. and um, Megan actually made me the Barrera tacos. Is that how you say it? Birria. 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 Whatever. With the consomme. Yes. First of all, Megan said it, it costs like a thousand dollars to make. It legit. This one recipe cost me, I think, exactly one hundred and fifty-eight dollars. That's the one thing I don't like about her recipes. I think she just has too many parts and steps. That's the one thing I don't like about any recipe. Yeah. If you notice, you're like, "Ooh, I want to buy." Like one time, I wanted to make a Panera tomato soup. Mm-hmm. That shit cost me like eighty dollars, and I'm like, what? I could have made a tomato? tomato soup for like. 10 bucks. Girl, you crazy. My thing is, whenever I look at recipes, this is why I like her. I get inspiration from them because I can cook and I know what flavors I can get and what flavors I like. So I'll look over a recipe and I'll see, okay, it has this and this and that. And like, oh, I don't really like that. So I'm taking that out. And I just mm-hmm. like kind of just go off of my own thoughts mm-hmm. and how I would like imagine I would want it to taste and what I would enjoy about it. And I just do that and I just use it as like inspo. Yeah, for me, I always make the recipe legit the first time so I know how it's supposed to taste. And then, like, if I liked it but just thought it could be better the next time, I'm going to just put my own Mm-mm. stuff in it. And it took you, like, eight hours the whole oh day. God. I'm yeah. never doing it again, y'all. It was good, but I'm not... Her recipes be smacking. Yeah, I'm not one to be in the kitchen for hours. Like, I'm queen of the 30-minute meal, so... Yes, amen, Mm-mm. me too. No, I'm going to just buy it. I'd I'm really queen of just show up and eat. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she just got here and ate and now we're like, oh, I was like, Megan, can you fix my plate? <laughs> she you. couldn't even make her damn food. Nope. But yeah. What I you loving? I am loving um, the Bissell. What is it? It's like the baby um, couch cleaner. Mm-hmm. So the other that. day I was sitting on my couch and I was like, uh, I need my couch to be clean. So I went, of course, I Googled and got a couple quotes from couch cleaners and it's like five hundred dollars, six hundred, yeah. four fifty, and I'm like, shit! Like, who knew it was so expensive to clean a couch? Crazy. So I went on Amazon. I'm like, let me um just go ahead and get this couch cleaner. It was a hundred dollars. Mm, so perfect. it's like you know, like y'all, if you can do it yourself, do it because yeah. it, it. I would have spent six hundred dollars for what? Yeah, the same thing. And that's how it has been in this pandemic. I feel like we're all like just taking our 
coins back and right. just making stuff happen for ourselves. Exactly. Actually, even speaking on that, Megan even ordered me these like bags so that I could um, store all my summer clothes. And I mm. think my whole summer wardrobe fit into like maybe five or six like those of those. Are legit. What are yeah, they the called? Vacuum, vacuum bags? Seal, um, bags. Yeah. Girl, my clothes look like they're about to be wrinkled as hell. So yeah. I'm about to drop them right yeah. off <laughs> at your door so you can... Um, <laughs> Yeah, press and iron. Yeah, like and they steam will everything. leave it super wrinkled, but it's oh. worth it. You save space, and it's just like you know, there's nothing gonna be in your clothes. You know. Yeah, no bug rats. Oh yeah, no <laughs> dust. Nothing. Dust mites. Yeah. Your stuff will be good. We'll see next summer. If my clothes are ruined, you owe me a new wardrobe. You know, I'm worried about you using this damn couch cleaner, girl. I hope I'm fucking <laughs> my couch. Though. I'm gonna start with the back. Yeah, please do, because shit, I'm nervous. Megan's over here telling me to put Windex on my couch. Y'all, okay, this is part of me getting grown. I follow all these fucking house cleaning um, pages, and I've been cleaning the hell out of everything. You saw I just did my fucking um, kitchen cabinets and labeling everything. I'm sure obsessed. It is. I need to steal your labeler. Yeah, I'm so obsessed with, like redecorating and you know like organizing everything so me too i like it i don't really love the organizing part but i like living in the organization i love doing it like i just washed my son's laundry this morning and i was like let's um organize it by color and he's like what mm. no so and when I'm are like, you coming fine. over this week i'm telling you but so last no time i lifting. folded your clothes you were you like they i were can't small do as this fuck. yeah you were like you can't keep it so up. when are you coming over this week <laughs> let's let's put it on paper so i know I, I'll tell you off the podcast. I don't want nobody to hold me to it. Nah, that's why I'm telling <laughs> you to say it now. Hell no. <laughs> anyway, my question of the week, y'all, is, is $28 enough to take a woman on a date? A woman? A woman. $28? $28 is in his account. Can he take you out, Rebecca? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, what? is that his last $28? Last $28. He has $28 and zero cents in his bank account and going on a date with you. Okay. It's very flattering, but I would not want anyone to spend their last $28 He wants on me. to. Well, then what he's going to eat tomorrow? Don't worry about that. He got a pack of noodles in the cupboard. No, no. Mm-mm. Listen, answer the question. Is $28 enough? It's not enough. Like, I mean, why is it not enough? I guess we can go get some ice cream or something, but I would never want someone to spend their last like that on me. Like, if you're if you're down to your last $28, you need to be figuring out how you can triple and double that. Like, what? Maybe going on that date with you will inspire him. No. Nah, <laughs> you need to be uh going on 28 different job applications. <laughs> No. Well, maybe he did, and that's why he only has $28. Maybe he just oh paid all his bills, and that's what he got left until payday. Gosh, like, that that breaks my heart. I would not want somebody to do that. I don't care. You can spend it on me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to tell you how to spend where y'all, it. Yeah, where y'all going then? We're not going anywhere. We're going to do a picnic, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're going to get some sandwiches, and we're going to drink some, like, sparkling something because you can't afford the wine. And we're gonna would you just food. pay? No, you're spending your twenty eight dollars. No, but you wouldn't let him. You wouldn't just pay. It's just they like keep your money. Hell no, I'm not paying. <laughs> no, you have the twenty eight dollars, yeah, and we no, gonna I'm make not. a stretch. Oh my, Megan, so you gotta you gotta use all twenty eight. Yes, you got twenty eight dollars to spend on me. So, so what are you gonna do tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing tomorrow? You better figure it out. We said figure out tomorrow. Tomorrow, so it's fine. What? 
Listen, you can have a cute date for $28. You can, but if it's his last, yo, I ain't spending it. I'm sorry. I can't. You ain't going to be, you you be looking at me later on in the week like you hungry. But, but have you ever been on a date and ordered something the guy looked like shit? Like, hey, you saw him calculating in his head, like... I don't care what they be doing. I don't be paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> because let me tell you something. You want to act up? Boy, bye. I'll be right at that bathroom. And then after the bathroom, heading right to my vehicle. Damn. But have you ever <laughs> been on a date and the guy didn't readily just grab the, um, the check. check? Oh, girl, that thing could sit there all night. So you wouldn't, like address it if it's in the corner no. you know how they be putting it in the middle sometimes no girl shoot i make it i make it seem sometimes i might whisper to the server he paying i'm <laughs> dead <laughs> <laughs> you just you just slide a check over when they like look at their phone or something you just push it a little closer to them like mm, oh thank you. my god pat and i were at bandera Sorry. one day and the people next to us it was a black couple which sucks and his car got declined damn i was we all dead. i feel like we've all been there though i've never been there <laughs> i legit like i was sweating for him because it looked like it was Dang. a first date like Aww. they were asking questions like how to, getting to know you questions like i mm-hmm. think i heard him say like your favorite color and shit wow. and like, but my thing is what do you do when y'all both don't got it like because some girls go on dates and they don't got the money either but my mom has always taught me girl make sure you can cover whatever you order yeah like why the hell would you go out with someone for the first time and not have it <laughs> we all done it like you can go ahead and wash the dishes but i'm not gonna be washing them with you dang like what do restaurants really do though they call the cops remember i told really? you it happened with the pat one time and they were about to call the cops <laughs> Wait, what when we were dating we went to tapas mm-hmm. and we were the last ones there like we had stayed and talked for hours good we had hella plates because you know it's tapas and all what? this stuff and then the check came and the thing is he Picked me up from somewhere and I didn't have my wallet. Like, mm-hmm. and so um, I was just like, oh, whatever, because we had been on a couple dates. Mm-hmm. And so he went to um, pay and they're like, they tried to be discreet at first. They're like, sir, and whispering. <laughs> and I, we were just dating. And so I'm like, oh, whatever. And so, and so Pat was, all I heard him say was, yeah, try again. And so oh, I was like, no. okay, whatever. And so they're like, you could see. And he was like, they came back and he was like, no, no, no. Try. And they're like, sir, we tried six times. Girl, and so stop he was playing like, with me. And so I was, I was like sweating. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have my wallet. <laughs> what am I going to do? And so he's like getting on the phone. And in my head, I'm like, who are you calling, bro? Like, who going to give you money right now? And he's like, and so he's like, no, I have the money. It just has to switch over from another account. And I'm like, bullshit. Oh, but God. in the end, it was true. I guess he had Bank of America and they have some, if you don't have it in your checking, it switches over from your savings. Yeah. And it just wasn't doing it. But I was I'm like. Dead. No, basically, they, but, but it they literally were account. like, we're, um, we've already called the police. Oh. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? That's so embarrassing. Girl, I got story for days. One time he ordered a $3 like something at Panera and his card declined. <laughs> oh and my I God. was like, $3? Bro? You were sitting this person with 28 Oh like, my God. I wanted a muffin top. He's <laughs> over here. He's spending his life savings, yo. Right? 
But hey. But some people like when you said he had stuff in his savings. Sometimes people just like have very little in their checking and then Yeah, know. he gonna say, I still don't believe him and I'm married to him, y'all. That um every day like he would take whatever he had is in his checking at the end of the day and put it in his savings, savings or yeah. whatever. And it's like bullshit. I'm okay. like all I just think about is Kevin Hart. The way my account set up, I got to check in. But legit, statements. that's what he said to me. Legit. He was like, no, my account, you know, it's about, and I'm like, nah. boy, bye, bye. But, you know, see, sometimes guys will, you know, Rebecca, they'll seem one way, but end up good, you know? You All right, y'all. trying to check me out? Oh, yeah. Should I tell him? You tell him, girl. All right, y'all. I guess I still got it. I was in <laughs> Home Depot looking like Auntie with this little hair wrap on my head. And one of the guys that worked there, like, tried to shoot his shot at me today. It was so funny. I was So I walked up to him, and I was, like, handing him my, um, my items. And then I was like, oh, I thought you were trying to check me out. And then he was like, I was. Ooh. And I was like, no, I mean, like, my stuff. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, he cute, though? He was decent, but you know, Mm-mm. nah, he worked in the paint section. Okay, he <laughs> has a job though. No, I want somebody in the sales section. I'm dead. Nah, I'm just kidding. I, but no, I wasn't really looking like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get out of here. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in this week. And we hope you have a great day. Yes. And stay connected with us on Instagram at You Think You Grown Podcast. And send us your letters. We love reading them at You Think You Grown at gmail.com. Yep, yep, yep. We got some merch coming for y'all soon. So stay tuned. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, y'all. See you next week. Bye. Bye.